The topic today is all about meditation. So the expression today is also related to this. This expression is to take a load off. To take a load off. So for example, you could say, come inside, sit down and take a load off. What do you think that means? I'll give you some time to think about it and I will tell you the meaning at the end of this episode. Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture with me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello and welcome back to the fifth episode of the podcast. If you would like to submit your questions into the podcast, then you can do so. I've added a new section on my page. So if you go to ewmichael.com forward slash podcast, at the bottom of the page, you will see a button where you can submit your audio questions. So if you're happy to, I can include your question as an audio file in the show. So if there's anything you want to ask or anything you want to know, about English or language learning, then please submit your question and I'll be happy to answer it in a future episode. So I'm experimenting with something today. Um, It's going to be a new thing that I'm starting. So once a month, I want to try making a podcast that is also a YouTube video. So some of you may be watching this on YouTube. Some of you may be watching this on your podcast feed. So wherever you are, If you're interested in the other one, you can switch over. It depends what you prefer, video or audio. But for this one, video might be easier because we're going to be doing some studying. So today we're going to be looking at a text that I will read out, a short text about mindfulness and meditation. And this is taken from a very famous TED talk. Mindfulness and meditation is a very interesting topic for me and it's something that I've been working on in my personal life a lot in the last year and it's drastically changed my life. Not only, I believe, can it help you with your productivity and your work and your relationships, but also I think it just generally makes you a happier person and more grateful. And of course I think that does apply to learning English as well. So if you can apply mindfulness to your English learning, I think you can stop wasting so much time learning things that aren't useful for you. And more importantly, you can enjoy what you're learning. So that's why I wanted to look at this topic today. So after I have read the text, we're going to be looking at the vocabulary and the grammar from this text, and maybe also talk about it a little bit as well. So if you're at home, get out your notebook, get ready to study. If you're in the car, if you're walking outside, then you can listen and learn while you walk. But let's get started. So first of all, here is the article for today. When I was first learning to meditate, the instruction was to simply pay attention to my breath and when my mind wandered, to bring it back. 
Why is it so hard to pay attention? Well, studies show that even when we're really trying to pay attention to something, like maybe this talk, at some point, about half of us will drift off into a daydream or have the urge to check our Twitter feed. Instead of this hunger signal that comes from our stomach, this emotional signal, feeling sad, triggers that urge to eat. What if, instead of fighting our brains or trying to force ourselves to pay attention, we instead tapped into this natural reward-based learning process? And this is what mindfulness is all about. Seeing really clearly what we get when we get caught up in our behaviour. We start to notice that cravings are simply made up of body sensations. Oh, there's tightness, there's tension, there's restlessness. Okay, so there were a lot of great expressions in this text. So let's take a while now to have a look at some of these expressions. Have you ever heard the term mind wandering before? So there are two words that sound very similar. To wonder, just to think, hmm, I wonder what to have for dinner. And to wonder with an A, which is different. And that means to walk around or to go somewhere without any plan. You can wander around the town centre or wander around the shop. If your mind wanders, it's kind of like when you're trying to focus. Maybe you're trying to focus on me, but your mind is wandering away. Your mind is thinking about other things, maybe in the past or in the future. Do you think you have a problem with mind wandering? Do you find it difficult to pay attention? Maybe meditation would be a good idea for you then. The next expression I've highlighted is drift off into a daydream. Many of you will know a daydream is when you are so lost in thought, you are thinking about something else and you forget what you're doing right now. But the verb to drift or to drift off, they're both very similar, means to kind of float away like a piece of rubbish or a plastic bag floating away in the ocean. It's very slowly, very gently drifting away. And we can use the same expression when we talk about our minds. So when we're trying to focus, our attention will drift away and we'll be thinking about something useless. If you're not drifting off into a daydream, maybe you have an urge, an urge to check your phone, to check social media. This is a problem I have. I always have the urge to check my phone. So this word urge, to have an urge, is this kind of feeling the desire of wanting to do something. But it's not a desire in your brain, it's a desire in your body. For example, if you are very angry with someone, maybe you have the urge to hit them. I hope not, but that would be a good example because it's not something you think about. It's a urge, a desire deep in your body. You often don't have too much control over that urge. Can you think of another urge that you might have that your mind isn't really in control of? Then we go on to talk about how feeling sad can make you want to eat things. That's very common for 
anyone really. It's a very common problem. So the, the language that was used was feeling sad triggers the urge to eat. So a trigger, it's kind of like a trigger on a gun where you pull the trigger and the bullet comes out. So in that sense, the trigger is the button that makes the gun fire. In the sense that we're using, a trigger is something that leads to something else. For example, if there's a song that always makes you cry, you can say, that song is a trigger that makes you cry. Or you can use it as a verb as well. So, the spring flowers triggers her hay fever, her allergies. So, in other words, when there are many flowers, she will sneeze and get quite sick. The next phrase we had was to tap into. And that was used when they said, tapping into a natural reward-based learning process. So, if you tap into something... It's kind of like finding that hidden ability inside yourself or some kind of hidden power that you are taking advantage of. I guess all humans have a hidden ability to run away from danger. It's called your adrenaline rush. So when there's a big bear or a tiger, maybe you all of a sudden get all this energy that you can run away much faster than you normally could. So in this case, you could say, You need to tap into that energy to escape the tiger. The next word that's very relevant to this topic is cravings. So he spoke about in the text, noticing cravings are just body sensations. So a craving is kind of similar to the word urge. It's something that your body really wants. But again, it's not something your mind has much control over. For example, when a woman is pregnant, she often has cravings for different types of food. So her body is asking for pizza, but usually she hates pizza. So that's called a craving. Another example, if I go too long without drinking coffee, I will really crave coffee. So I guess it's kind of an addiction. (laughs) But if you are more mindful and you're aware of your thoughts and how you feel, You can see the cravings as a body sensation, just like an itch or some pain. And it's much easier to ignore in that way. That's something that I've noticed in myself, actually. The final word is restlessness. So this this is made up of a base word, which is rest, and two suffixes. So restlessness. Less means without. So restless means without rest. And that basically means you can't stop moving. If you're restless, you want to keep moving around, you're really impatient, you can't sit still. Ness is how we turn it into a noun. So a restless person has problems with restlessness. What about yourself? Do you think you are a restless person? Or are you very patient? Are you happy to wait? A long time. So there we have looked at a lot of useful vocabulary related to this topic, but also can be used in any situation in your life. I do think this is a very interesting topic as well. Mindfulness is something that I've been interested in for a long time. 
I really do think it can have benefits in in making you more in control of your emotions and being more aware of how you feel in your body and in your mind. One benefit that I've heard is if you are more mindful and you're more in the present moment, then you will not allow yourself to be controlled by your anger, for example. So it's almost like the anger is happening to you rather than you are making the anger come. So you can see the anger come to you and then you can watch it float away like a, like a cloud almost. So I would love to know what you think about this topic. Please feel free to reach out, send me a comment or a message and tell me, have you ever practiced meditation or have you ever practiced mindfulness and focus on the present moment? Maybe you think you worry too much about the past or about the future. Or maybe you do and you don't think it's a problem. I'm only sharing my opinions today. So I would love to hear your opinions. Maybe they're different from mine. So to end this podcast slash video today, I want to share one final expression. And that is old habits die hard. It's a really common expression. Maybe you can guess what it means. So if you've had a habit for a long time, so for example, biting your nails, then it's really difficult to stop that habit. Old habits die hard. So finally, have a think about any habits that you have or someone you know has, and they just can't stop it. Maybe you could say to them, old habits die hard. Thank you very much for coming to check out this lesson today. I hope you found it useful and if you have any feedback, please let me know. I'd be happy to implement that if I can. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening. At the beginning of the episode, I asked you if you know the meaning of the expression, take a load off. It really means just to relax, sit down, relax, and forget about your troubles. It comes from the idea that if you are stressed, it's like you have a weight on your shoulders, pushing you down. So if you take that weight off, you're taking the load off, and you feel lighter and more relaxed. So don't forget to spend some time today to take a load off, sit down, and relax.